Hello and welcome to Speaking Startup, Missouri Business Alerts podcast covering the news and issues important to Missouri entrepreneurs. I'm Elliot Bowman and I'm joined by Suman Naishadam. Hey everyone. And Joe Cease. How's it going, Elliot? Today's show is all about the future of the medical cannabis industry in Missouri. Voters approved a constitutional amendment, dubbed Amendment 2, that legalized marijuana for medical use in November, opening the door for entrepreneurs and investors from across the state to participate in an industry that has proved lucrative in states like Colorado and California. During today's program, you'll hear from entrepreneurs looking to make cannabis their business and discover the reasons behind their enthusiasm. We'll feature voices from vendors and participants in Missouri's first medical marijuana trade conference, MoCan BizCon, throughout the episode. We'll also talk to Jacob Tracy, a Missouri native and veteran cannabis entrepreneur in California, about his desire to bring his expertise back home. Amendment 2 consultant John Payne will round out our program with key advice medical marijuana startups need to know to be successful in Missouri. But first, we'll look back at some headlines from this week in entrepreneurship news. Let's speak startup. A $100,000 grant from the Wells Fargo Innovation Incubator will help BioSTL roll out a new program designed to connect Missouri growers with ag tech, moving them from concept to production. BioSTL will bring together a group of local Missouri growers who will test, validate, and provide feedback on technologies and agriculture. The way it works is that if a certain ag tech corresponds with the needs of a pilot partner or early adopter, then that grower will have a chance to employ the technology on their land in a real-world setting. Inc. Magazine rated St. Louis over Kansas City as an ideal place for founders hoping to launch new startups or move into a fresh market. While St. Louis ranked at number 33 on the index, Kansas City came out at number 40. According to the 2018 State of the Silicon Prairie report published by the Silicon Prairie News in February, Kansas City boasts the fastest broadband speed and is competitive in most other categories, but the city struggles to produce large, high-growth companies. Benson Hill Biosystems, a St. Louis-based ag tech company, announced Monday that it had acquired Schillinger Genetics, an Iowa-based company that produces high-protein soybean varieties. Benson Hill Biosystems said the combined entities will use predictive breeding and gene editing technology to expand its variety of human and animal food. When our team visited Mocan BizCon in St. Louis last week, we wanted to hear from as many people as possible. So we grabbed a mic and hit the expo floor to talk to the entrepreneurs that will make up the industry in Missouri. We'll be featuring a sampling of their responses throughout this episode. The first thing we wanted to know, what motivates you to join the medical marijuana industry in Missouri? Here's what they told us. So we've been in business since 1972 doing commercial lighting. Uh, this is really a growing market, so we foresee it uh, as an ability to um, offer our lighting expertise for, for a different owner, whether it be growing operations or everything lighting. Well, marijuana can be an attractive industry for a lot of reasons. Uh, a lot of them are financial. But more importantly for my company, it was based out of a medical need. My father was diagnosed with bladder cancer. He's been a lifelong resident of Missouri. Um, so I came down to support him um, and be a part of the movement. So my son Aiden, he's six years old. He is uh, he was born prematurely and suffers from epilepsy. Uh, we found uh, just some relief with his seizures with CBD. And that kind of started us down the path. And, and we've... We've learned more and more, and and since getting Amendment 2 passed, we started uh, Aiden's Alliance, which is a nonprofit for uh, just helping special needs families in our similar situation. So, 
That was John Cornell from Villa Lighting Supply, Christopher Cross from Infused Edibles, and Chris Markham from the Springfield chapter of Normal. Check out our website and social media channels for a photo gallery featuring everyone we talked to at the conference and what they had to say. Our first interview is with a veteran of the cannabis industry who is looking to bring his skills to his native Missouri. Joe, tell us who you talked to and what did you learn? I spoke with Jacob Tracy, a Missourian who moved to California's Central Valley to grow marijuana and eventually started his own grow operation called Bat Country Farms. Now that medical marijuana is legal in Missouri, Jacob and his associates, who are also from Missouri, are coming back home with plans of growing and dispensing medical marijuana. Let's check it out. So I guess the first question I wanted to ask you is, how exactly did you get your start in the cannabis industry? Um, I got an opportunity to move out to Los Angeles in 2011. Uh, a friend of mine from that I grew up with, uh, he, he had an empty room in his house. And I wasn't really doing anything. Uh, my girlfriend went to Mizzou, and I was just kind of, uh, I was actually down, living in, uh, in Columbia uh, selling insurance. And uh, it just wasn't really for me. It wasn't working. And uh, so I took that opportunity and moved in with my friend in uh, L.A. And uh, we started growing weed in, uh, in our backyard and in our spare bedroom under Proposition 215. It's kind of good timing with Missouri because that same day uh, you guys passed uh, the the medical here so it allowed me to kind of move back and you know kind of help you guys out a little bit because you know I'm, I'm from here i grew up here and uh you know I, you know i miss home just like anyone would absolutely so it's, it's kind, of, kind of a great opportunity i couldn't couldn't pass it up that's awesome uh what kind of what kind of hurdles like what major hurdles did you have to overcome uh as bat country farms was starting to get its start and started to expand um you know, the just keeping up with the laws out there, you know, um, they allowed us to grow 99 plants under the doctor's orders. So we, we were allowed 99 plants. Um, and I guess backcountry farms really started after we got out of L.A. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we were actually under a different moniker. Uh, it was called Natural Flavor when we were in L.A. And uh, that, that was all of our indoor grown pot that we ended up growing in our warehouse that we that we found. So we were in that warehouse for five years, um, and at that point, the biggest hurdle was finding uh, a landlord that would allow us to use the space for what we needed it for. Um, you know, we, we looked at about 30 different properties <clears throat> before they finally, we finally found a person that was like, okay, yeah, you can do that here. You know, we had all of our papers from the state. We had everything we needed, but they, you know, even though it's California, they still it was still a very gray area. <clears throat> so... Uh, yeah, fi- finding a location was probably the biggest hurdle, and then after that, it was just the learning curve. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't have a whole lot of people out there. Like, you know, I grew up here. I know a lot of people here, but we just kind of moved out to California and didn't know anybody. So <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of people I could you know call on the phone and ask, "Hey, is this right? Is this wrong?" It was just you know a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Um... And as, and as far as Missouri, coming back to Missouri, coming back home, uh, besides all the, the, the recent legislative changes, uh, the, the ballot initiative and all that, why, why do you think right now is the perfect time to enter the industry here in Missouri? Um, well, you know, just kind of what you just said, it, it, it's brand new here. There's lots of opportunity for people from Missouri who, you know, may have always wanted to do this and just never actually had the opportunity, you know. Um, yeah. You know, the, the opportunity is there for is I think the, the biggest part, you know, uh, Missouri's trying to keep it as much as they can from, from the meetings that I've gone to, uh, you know, they want to, they want to help out Missouri, you know, they want to bring jobs to Missouri. They want people from Missouri to help out with, with this. Right. So, um, 
you know, once all these, you know, there's going to be a lot of jobs available, right? So right. if, you know, it's, if it's someone trying to get into the industry and that's, that's what they want to do with their life, it, it's, it's not, not the bad time to do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I don't know if that answered your question or not, but, uh, no, that, that's fine. But uh, um, yeah, just, just, you know, because the legislation, you know, is, is obviously, I think the biggest, the biggest reason to do it. Um, you know, it's, it's an emerging market, you know, it's, uh, it's all, it's all very new for Missouri. Awesome. Um, what, do you, is there any advice you could give people in Missouri who, who hope to start growing medical marijuana? <laughs> um, I would say stick to soil. It's much more forgiving. Um, you know, I, nothing against hydroponics. I've, I've grown hydroponics as well, but um, just from all the trial and errors that we've done uh, for like an at-home grower, I think, I think uh, or, organic uh, soil and, uh, and amendments is a great place to start. Um, a lot less can go wrong, you know. If, you know your timer messes up when you're doing your hydroponic uh, flood and drains, or you know your system can can uh, stop running for like a day. Your roots can dry out. Yeah. So if you have you know something in soil, you know you, you got a couple days. If you forget to water one day or something, you, you might have a day or two before you need to. Um, so if you know if it, if you're just getting started, that that's where I, I think is a good place for people to start. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, and I ran the gauntlet on on everything, uh, and I I always come back to soil. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it uh, just being product tastes a lot better. It's a lot healthier. Okay, so another question that I think is important um, is like as far as your business model goes, like how many how many employees do you guys hope to have, and like. Uh, you know, have you started that process, and like, what 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 stage are you guys in, uh, as far as like the whole um, operation? We're, we're still at the beginning stages, um, but we we'd at least like to hire. You know, I think between the dispensary and the farm, fifteen to twenty employees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, that's that's one thing that we're trying to focus on is 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 helping with jobs, um, especially in some of the areas that some of these farms are going to be in. It's um, not city, you know, it's, it's yeah. there's a lot less jobs available. So if you can get, bring extra jobs to those, those smaller communities in Missouri, I think, uh, you know, I think the whole, the whole industry can, can benefit, including those towns, you know, the whole state, it'll, it'll be, it'll be great for the state. Let's head back to Mocan BizCon, where we also ask exhibitors to tell us why they think right now is the right time to enter the medical marijuana industry in Missouri. I think Missouri is trying to do cannabis the right way, and I think that's why it's probably the best time to jump in, especially in Missouri, um, because they're they're trying to regulate it in such a way that's good for both consumers and for uh, for the companies that work in the industry. Uh, well, I think we've always had a lot of really good growers in Missouri. Um, you know, we're we're sort of an agricultural state, <clears throat> so you know it's it's a great time to do it here. We don't uh, really have as many. Uh, Fortunately, I mean, we have like tornadoes and stuff, but we don't have as many um, issues, I guess, environmentally as, as you see sometimes in the states where this is really popular. You know, we have a great water source. Um, and like I said, just a people with a lot of agricultural experience here. That was Vinny DeBono from Hemsley and Joel Ronsick from St. Louis Hydroponics. Our next guest has an intimate knowledge of what the medical marijuana industry in Missouri will look like and lots of advice for entrepreneurs interested in building a company in this new field. Elliot, who did you talk to? 
I talk with John Payne from Amendment 2 Consultants. He works to help hopeful businesses navigate the entire process from application to licensing and beyond. We talked about common mistakes medical marijuana startups make and how to avoid them. He also gave out advice on how to build a successful team and attract investors. Sounds interesting, Elliot. Let's check it out. John, thanks for joining the program. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So I guess we can sort of start our conversation around some advice to give uh, startups, uh, entrepreneurs looking to enter the medical marijuana space with a general overview of the type of licenses available and sort of the application process, a quick preview. Sure. So there are three main production and sale types of licenses available. Uh, There's a medical marijuana cultivation facility license, which is what allows you to actually grow the plant and uh, uh, and harvest the, the leaf and uh, the trim and et cetera. Uh, and then uh, there is a medical marijuana infused products manufacturing license, uh, which allows you to take the plant, uh, the raw flower, and turn it into oils, tinctures, uh, edibles, all those sorts of things. And then finally, there's the medical marijuana dispensary license, uh, and that's what allows you to either sell the, the flower from the dispensary or from the cultivation facility or the uh, infused products from the manufacturing facility. Um, and so those are the you know the three main licenses that uh, most people are pursuing. Uh, there are also certifications for uh, independent third-party testing labs uh, and for transportation. Awesome. So what advice would you give to some smaller operations in Missouri that are sort of discouraged by the whole licensing process, especially when we're talking about the fees that go along with them? Well, frankly, I would think the fees, uh, you know, are actually probably the, the easiest part. Uh, you know, they're fairly low uh, as, as these things go, uh, you know, $6,000 for dispensary and uh, manufacturing facility and $10,000 for a cultivation facility. Uh, you know, uh, the, the licensure process uh, to actually complete the application uh, in a way that is uh, going to be uh, successful is going to cost well upwards of that, uh, even if you're just talking about doing your own time, because uh, this is something where you're going to have to go and get approval from your local city council. You're going to have to go and, uh, you know, get uh, get your zoning completed. You're going to have to obtain a building uh, and uh, also make sure that you have a plan for how to build it out and to secure it. Uh, and, you know, none of these things are none of these things are free. Uh, you know, you can expect to have to spend uh, half a million dollars on the on the low end of any of that. Uh, and it's not something that for which you can go get a bank loan uh, because it's uh, it's uh, federally still illegal. Uh, so, you know, that that cash has to be raised uh, liquid. It has to be somebody who actually just has that much money. Um, and so, you know, the most important thing that you can do is to uh, build a team that has uh, has the relevant skills uh, that you're going to need in whichever part of the industry you're going into uh, and find investors who can finance it. Uh, you know, even if you don't have the money, uh, if you have the team, there are people out there that are quite willing to invest in this. Yeah. And so can you sort of talk about what type of team would attract investors or what type of things that uh, people that are looking to get into this industry should look for when they're assembling their team? And then also maybe where they should go when they're looking for investors. Sure. So, uh, you know, with with regards to the team, uh, you know, the amendment kind of defines what the uh, what the department is going to look for and what's going to be successful in the in the licensure process, uh, which is uh, you know different sorts of experience depending on 
which type of facility you're going for. Uh, one of the things that is a constant across all of them is having experience in a legal cannabis market, uh, also having a good site security plan. Those, those two things are constant across the types of uh, license uh, applications. Uh, but then when it comes to uh, cultivation, having agricultural or medical experience is also uh, valued. Uh, medical experience is also something you see on the dispensary uh, side of it. And then on infused products, having a background in food and beverage manufacturing. Uh, those are all things that uh, are will be uh, what the department looks for in terms of a successful team. Uh, and so, you know, getting all those together uh, is something that is going to appeal not just to the department but also to investors because that's a that's a team that's likely to first win the license and then uh, second be successful uh, on the other on the other side of licensure. Uh, and another element will also be, uh, you know, there's a saying in the cannabis industry that you're not in the cannabis industry, you're in the compliance industry. Uh, and so having a really good plan for how you're going to comply with all the all the regulations. Uh, and that's that's a common thing in, uh, you know, uh, regulated industries, uh, you know, uh, whether it's food and beverage, whether it's alcohol, whether uh, whether it's medicine, uh, you know, a lot of your time and effort is going to go into compliance. Uh, and that's not something I think a lot of people think of the first time they think of uh, going into, the, into this business. Uh, but, you know, you really have to be able to comply with the rules and regs. And if you're not, if you can't do that, you're going to lose your license. Uh, so you have to have a plan to not only get the license, uh, but also to keep it. Yeah. And what are some common mistakes that you may see in other states uh, when people are starting a marijuana business? Or what are some of the most crucial things, some of the most crucial advice that you would give somebody that's trying to enter into this after they've established the team and maybe they're looking for investors? What's the most important thing that they need to look out for when they're really like starting to get things going? So, yeah, I think uh, one is the is a lack of compliance. Uh, or also uh, not having, not being able to, not planning to operate in the red for a substantial period of time. And, uh, you know, it's hard to know exactly how long that's going to be. It really depends on the market. But nonetheless, you know, there's probably going to be at least a year, if not, you know, two to three years uh, where your facility is operating in the red. Uh, and so, you know, part of your plan needs to be uh, having liquidity to finance that until the point that you start becoming profitable. Uh, and so, you know, that's that is, it goes back to being able to go out and find the investors who are going to be able to put up that that capital. And, you know, there's, there's a number of ways that you can find those people. But uh, the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, there's a lot of events, the conferences, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, meetings that are being held by uh, industry associations and, and others where you can go and network uh, and meet uh, people that are both interested in being a part of a team and people who are invest in, looking to invest in teams. Um, and if you do that, if you do the uh, really do the legwork and show up to all these things, you're going to be able to find you're going to be able to put together something uh, that's that's compelling to to investors. We also asked those entering the medical marijuana industry at Mocan BizCon about the risks they anticipate they'll face as they enter the industry. Let's hear from them. Well, as of right now, we're we're playing the waiting game, I guess, with everybody else, um, waiting for their licenses. You know. So nobody, nobody is really spending any money. Put it well. Some people are, but you know they're taking a huge risk, not not actually getting the license yet. So uh, we'll we'll wait with them and and see what happens. 
Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stigmas, I guess, surrounding the money aspect. You know, a lot of people are just throwing money at the state, trying to trying to get in there. Um, you know, uh, you you got to have some sort of knowledge of the industry, I think, to 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 have something to offer to the industry. There, there's a lot of people, I guess, kind of nervous to see what happens with it. I think Missouri's following some of the other states and and trying to do things the proper way. So hopefully, we get proper legislation in there that'll that'll allow us to operate a little bit better than some of the surrounding states. You know, as far as mitigating the risk on the state level, compliance is the first thing that I would say companies should do. However, that still doesn't negate the fact that marijuana remains a schedule one controlled substance that by engaging in this activity our clients will be violating federal law the things that we can do to minimize their risk are properly advising them on the current state of the law federally and at the state level and also at the local level monitoring what municipalities are doing as far as zoning as far as tax laws things like that That was Christian Sullivan from Clevercraft, Jacob Tracy from Backcountry Farms, and Alexandra S. Har from Hepler Broom Law Firm. Now let's talk about important numbers and entrepreneurship news in this week's edition of Can I Get Your Digits? Suman, can I get your digits? Sure thing, Elliot. My digit is $20 billion. That's how much legal marijuana sales are expected to be by 2022, according to Marijuana Business Daily. Joe, can I get your digits? I guess so. Uh, my digit is $50 billion. That's the size the market for medicine made from cannabis compounds could reach by the year 2029, according to Statista, an online market and data statistics portal. Elliot, uh, give me them digits. All right, then. My digit is $775,000. That was the average startup cost for a regulated medical marijuana dispensary in 2017, according to analysts at Marijuana Business Daily. Hopeful cannabis entrepreneurs shouldn't be discouraged, however, because the average annual revenue for these businesses was over $3 million. Next, we're checking out our date book for workshops, conferences, and other startup events around the state in the upcoming weeks. And the Scandalaris Center in St. Louis is hosting a networking event called Idea Bounce on April 3rd from 5.30 to 7 p.m. at their offices. Investors, founders, and startups from all across the St. Louis region will have two minutes to give an elevator pitch of their idea. They'll have an opportunity to get feedback from and connect with other entrepreneurs or investors. The University of Missouri System's EQ Student Accelerator will host its final pitch competition on April 5th from 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the Country Club of Missouri in Columbia. Student entrepreneurs from all four University of Missouri System campuses will pitch their businesses for a chance to win a share of $30,000. The event is free of charge and open to the public. We'll end our program on medical marijuana startups with a quote from Lyndall Fraker, medical marijuana program director for the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. He says, administering this new program needs to be done in the right way for Missouri. If we do this right, we can have the best medical marijuana program in the nation. This has been Speaking Startup from Missouri Business Alert. For Suman Naishadum and Joe Cease, I'm Elliot Bowman. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next time.